Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thanks so much for for tuning in, for uh, turning that dial to the to Beluga Tunes podcast notch, uh, whatever. Um, what is happening in this week's episode? I hear you ask. A bit weird that I can do that, but yeah, um, I am going to be talking about the movie. An officer and a gentleman. This was the film that was randomly selected for me by the internet <laughs> in last week's episode. Yeah, um, you'd be able to hear my thoughts on that. Oh, I, I must, I must say now, uh, I, I forgot to say uh, whether or not I would watch it again because this was the, it was the first time I ever sat down and watched An Officer and a Gentleman, uh, and I just, I decided, yeah, I think I'd, I'd watch it again. <laughs> Probably not, not that surprising. It's, it's, it's quite a popular film. Uh, also, I talk about how Apple have made it so that you have to customise your, your favourites uh, when, you, when, you, when you have the um, open thing. When the, um, if you want to open or save something. It's, it's nothing, nothing that thrilling, but it was something that I just wanted to get off my chest because I just didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm still angry about it. <laughs> and I so... Um, uh, I also do the six-minute shout-out, and uh, without giving too much away, uh, I I decided to talk about someone who's been very supportive, and I, I really feel deserves to 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 have a, a little bit of a shout-out. And and you'll also get to hear me talk about uh, Beluga Weekly number one hundred and sixty, and and why that one didn't work. Okay, so uh, that's it. Uh, I, I think it's it's time we advanced to the movie segment. So yeah, uh, an officer and a gentleman, 1982 was it? I think that's when it was released. Anyway, cause, like I said, this was the first time that I sat down and watched this movie. What did I think about it? Well, we'll soon find out. So this was another film that I definitely heard of because it is a pretty famous film. Um, yeah, uh, so I watched it, and I'm gonna be honest. I I had some mixed feelings. Uh, I suppose because uh, it, it had such a popularity that it, it would have, would have been hard anyway for me to. For it, for it to live up to my expectations. Um, so yeah, um, it, it it was it was a lot, a lot better than I, th- I suppose um, a, a lot of films of that type. I think actually I'll, I'll probably say the same thing about this as I said last week when I was talking about Christmas Vacation, that um, Officer and a Gentleman manages to walk that tightrope where it's like there's so much here that could very easily be done badly but because they have great actors and because it's it's so well directed um yeah i i i feel like because it, you know it, it, it's 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 kind of hard to criticize it really because um it, it came out in 1982 and I, and I, even though it probably isn't the first film to use all the, the cliches that you, you see in the boot camp and things like that. 
Um, I think it, it is one of the better ones because like, at the boot camp, actually, that's a good example because I, I found myself thinking about Full Metal Jacket because um, th that was also sometime in the 80s. I can't remember what year that one. I'm just going to look that up on IMDb. Yeah, 87. So, yeah, yeah five years later. Um, and, yeah, and, and I love Stanley Kubrick. I, I think... I, 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 I definitely see him as a, as a very good director. You know, he's directed a lot of my favourite movies. Um, but I think because yeah, I um, I would say that uh, that yeah, I I I do prefer the boot camp part of Full Metal Jacket to the rest of it. Uh, yeah, I, I think Mark Kermo said a similar thing. It's like. It's good up to the point where the, that where the guy commits suicide, and it's like, well, sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, oh dear, I'll have to remember to say that in the intro. Yeah, um, that that is a pretty big spoiler, but I think because I I, I want to use that as an example because um, you had this character who was very relatable, um, and, he, and he's killed off, and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Because uh, I, I just I, I found myself really putting myself in his position, but I think because with with Officer and a Gentleman, you you get that throughout most of the entire picture. It's like I I I, I really feel that because I I I found this when I when I saw when I watched films like um, Cell Two One One and Taguchi that you you. You can really feel what the characters are going through, um, and yeah, I, I think this was was done very well because it it didn't seem like um, all of these parts, the, the kind of things that we've seen so many times in other films, uh, didn't seem cliche at all um, to me. Like, right, yeah, I I sort of thought, yeah, this this has be, been used in, in other movies, but. Yeah, I, I suppose it was the direction. Um, but, you know, and I think ultimately, the one who really stole this show for me was the actor Louis Gossett Jr., who played the part of Sergeant Emil Foley. And I was just blown away by his performance because it, it was just so real. He was... Um, you know, um, one scene in particular, but when he dives into that swimming pool during one of the training training scenes, and you see him underwater, and and he he, he just immediately swims to help out this person who's who's drowning, and yeah, I I I like um, I I I thought that was amazing to watch because. This is, this is meant to be a sergeant and to see him just move that quickly underwater and just be that um, efficient uh, that was the point where I thought this guy is, you know, is, is just making making it seem so incredibly real I just, because I, I feel like he, you know, he, he, was, he, he was deserving of more uh, if you look at his IMDb page, um, he's included in 
a list. Um, the the oh, it's gone now. Where was it? User lists. Because I yeah, I I saw this. Oh dear, I'm, I'm messing this up. Um, <laughs> I saw a list on on IMDb. Um, he, he was included in the that was entitled. WTF happened to the, these actors, and yeah, I I think it's interesting because apparently, because he you know he's still working and he still ha he's, he's got some some projects lined up. Um, but it, I think he is one of those people. Uh, he um, yeah, <laughs> he, he just he isn't quite. You know, doesn't quite get the the same amount of recognition, or so it seems. Um, but yeah, and I just thought I'd bring that up. I, um, uh, he he was my my favourite part of the film. So <laughs> anyway, that uh, that said, it is now time for me to say, tell me, internet, what what film will I be talking about? in next week's episode. Prisoners, 2013. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yep, now you're getting it. This is the six minute shout out, so let's spin the internet wheel. There it goes, round and round, down goes the internet wheel. You're doing so well, you really are, you're doing so well. Right, it's, uh, it's still going. It always goes on for much longer than I expected to. Uh, what could it be? Is it going to be a YouTuber? Or is it going to be a podcaster? Oh, I, I think it's a cartoonist. Yeah, this is um, <clears throat> Herman Delco. I think that's how you pronounce that name. I, I do apologise if I got that wrong because I, I, I do that a lot, apparently. And um, yeah, he goes by the name Sepland Petra uh, on the website toonsup.com. Uh, I'll just... Uh, Give a, a bit of history, a uh, little history lesson. I uh, I began, I began, I I began uh, submitting uh, episodes of Beluga Weekly to TunesUp.com. I think back in, uh, well, it would have been two thousand and nine. I think, well, it was either the first or second year of Beluga, Beluga Weekly. But yeah, I I decided to use it as one of the, the, the one of these several platforms I was going to distribute Blue Weekly on, and I still go on there every week. Uh, in fact, more than once a week actually now, because um, I I not only post new episodes of Blue Weekly to that site, I also post the cows play drawings. Because um, the great thing is you can upload an image and you can add like a selection. You can you can put various images together into a little collection, a little neat um, page that people can, can go to and they can flip through uh, all, all the pages. So yeah, that that works nicely. It, it, it worked very well with um, Blue Weekly 2015. Um, I, I think Herman um, suggested that I do that because before that I was uploading each episode separately. So he said, "Why don't you just group them together? Because you're, you're telling an ongoing story here." So, so because he, he wrote that in the comments, and and I thought, good idea, I'll do that. And not only that, um, more recently, 
I've been getting some ideas because with Cal's play, I like to encourage people to um, to help me out. And I, I did post a comment uh, on the, on the Cal's play page saying, if you have any ideas, do share them because you know I I don't always know exactly what I'm going to do next. Um, and I think what I'll do is I'll just go and find that page. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to take me a little while, I think, because I, um, hang on. I, I need to click on Beluga Tunes. I need to go down to uh, multi multi page, the multi page section, and go to Cal's Play. Yeah, I I wrote. Uh, I need an idea for the next one. Any suggestions? Question mark. Yeah, and and so Herman. And uh, said, what about Itchy and Scratchy, Scooby-Doo, Asterix and Obelix, Pinky and the Brain, Sesame Street characters, Waldorf and Sattler, The Muppet Show, uh, Lucky Luke and uh, Rantan Plan. I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I, I might have to check that out. and That, that might be a new discovery. I, I, I'm not, not quite so familiar with that one. But that was a, a good list. You know, it gave me a lot of material and I'm actually really thinking ahead now because I feel like I'm going to try and do each of those uh, and I'm just hoping that I, I I don't rely too much on these specific ideas so that uh, once, I've, once I'm done with those uh, I don't know because I, I ended up writing down a few notes so I thought you know, each time I got an idea for another one I thought I'll add that I'll just note that down for later because in the meantime, I'm probably going to work on on each of those ideas. Because it, it's great that I've actually got this. Because I think when I started doing Cow's Play, I had this idea. I, th I thought it would be great if if people could could do this. If they could tell me what they, they would like to see from it. But you've really got to encourage it. You've got to do your best to encourage it. And, I, and I, um, I find that the people on Tunes Up, they, they do pay attention to, to what I'm writing in the comments section. So that's a good sign, and I, um, yeah, I, I really, and and I think because I should really be talking about Herman's gallery. Uh, apparently, he likes drawing carrots. That's that's what what it says on on um, uh, his description. Yeah, um, there, there's a little section that it simply says uh, all sorts of, and when you click on that, you can see the the wide variety of things. Let's have a look at one of his, his carrot characters. Yeah, yeah. It is very funny. Very funny stuff. Uh, a lot of it's in German. I will just, just say that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't... <laughs> as, you've, as you've seen, I'm, I'm open to um, art from various different cultures. Oh, and the other thing that, that I found really incredibly flattering was... Um, he once did some fan art because it's quite rare that people actually do fan art of my work because um, he included uh, the character Kissy or at least one of Kissy's forms uh, as, as he um, appears in Beluga Weekly, uh, the uh, last year's story art. Um, yeah, and, and he included it among all these other characters that he'd drawn uh, from, from artists on this site so this is why I really love um, being a, a part of the Tunes Up community 
and I, I've been getting a lot of recognition from you know there's just so many friendly people I suppose because pretty much everybody who's on there is also a cartoonist and it, it's just good it's good that um I'm getting some positive vibes off it <laughs> so yeah um and and thank you very much uh, Herman Adam that's not funny Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The fump is the funny music project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people? Was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Right, so uh, one of the not-so-good Beluga Weeklies. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, number 160 this week. Um, and I, I can remember when I made this, I think I was purposely I was purposely trying to um, to do an episode of Blue Weekly that didn't involve any dialogue. It was like a little challenge I set myself. Um, and I think, uh, I, I suppose it looks okay. <laughs> That's one thing I can say about this, is that the artwork isn't bad. I mean, considering it's one of it's one of the um, it's a fairly old one now. Um, but basically, uh, all it is is um, first we see Desmond the pig um, raiding the the uh, the fridge, the farmer's fridge. Um, then Polly, the farm girl, enters and uh, she's she's tired. She's just got out of bed and she's made her way into the kitchen. Um, 
Then there's a, a, um, and she's just looking over at, at Desmond, um, helping himself to all the food. Um, then there's an image of Desmond looking rather guilty. He's he's got like cream pie around his his face and he's holding up the the thing that he's eating the the what looks like a um, cheesecake or something. And the final panel is the two of them sitting down at the table together and um, having a midnight snack, but both of them having... So, yeah, it was hard to actually come up with a story. Because, um, you know, really this is just you know two characters uh, from Blue Weekly having a midnight snack. That's literally the entire thing. That That is all that's happening in this um and i think that that's what i, I tend to find myself doing when i try to do things because I, I think I've, I've yet to really I, I don't know if i have done any genuinely good ones or, or, or even just um make it so that there there is an actual story going on uh without using any dialogue because I, I don't think i've i brought up any <laughs> so this is the thing i I might be contradicting myself because I I, I could have I could have said something about I, I, I don't know I, I, maybe I did I, I don't know nothing springs to mind right now and I think this is why I, I still actually find it very hard I, in fact most of the time when I do comics I make sure that there's a bit of dialogue in every panel most of the time um, I think I'm getting better now I'm, I'm I suppose. This is what I should be doing. Instead of going, you know, jumping in at the deep end, I've got to just um, get you get into the habit of of um, not putting dialogue in every panel. I think because that, that that makes a lot more sense, in my opinion. Um, because I, you know, when when I write something down, I'm I'm just like, yeah, um, I'll. I'll I write a bit of dialogue for each panel because that way I know that there is some kind of some kind of pr progression going on. Uh, and and what I tend to do now is I don't necessarily force myself to use all of the dialogue. I just think this line's more important than that line. I'll use that one, and you know, I, I think it makes it easier because I know that uh, instead of using um uh, and, and any uh unneeded dialogue i'll just illustrate it i'll just um work out how i i can say the same thing without using dialogue so yeah uh this, this as i say i think this might have been my first attempt to do one that was completely dialogue free because I, I just I started to notice there was, there was something really great about, like, um, just the, the dialogue-free cartoons, and because like a lot of silent films, uh, I I I just sort of I recognise that um, there is a real artistry to them, and and it, it's not something that I'm I'm particularly good at, as it seems. Um, so yeah, I I think I'm I'm gradually getting to the point where I'm, I might be might be getting better at that because last year I had a go at doing an entire comic book that didn't have any dialogue 
and it wasn't too bad. But it, it was another thing. Um, yeah, I'm doing this an awful lot. I'm just sort of making things up as I go along because I'm working on the the latest Beluga Monthly, the, the one that's going to come out pretty soon, possibly the, this very weekend. Um, and yeah, and it, it again, uh, I because that that's something that. I sort of have ideas for, but because I, I did a little bit today and I literally just worked it out as I went along. And the thing is, that's not the safest way to do it because, yeah, we were, you, you, have, you have to be mindful of uh, how much further you have to go. Because I've I, I realised now that I've literally only got four pages to um, to have a complete story. And I think it's just like it's sort of like Beluga Weekly with more panels, you know. I'm just just building up to a, a punchline because that that wasn't what I really wanted Beluga Monthly to be. I mean, I've, it, it it is a an experiment that I'm really trying to. My the the challenge is that I I don't give up before the end of of the year. Uh, after twelve, that's when I'm going to decide if if I'm just going to leave it at that or if I'm going to carry on so yeah um it's it is it's it's rather rather tricky golly you know when you want to open a file or save a new file on your computer you have that browser uh specifically designed for that um I've recently found out uh for some reason on my Mac because I, I I don't know when this happened it's, it's really hard for me to pinpoint when these changes are made now because the software on my computer just seems to update whenever updates are now available. I think that's how it is now. It just it just gets on with it um, in the background, and I don't I don't really notice until it until I have reason to to actually see the the, the changes. Um, and some of them I I tend to like, some of them I don't really tend to like. So anyway, when I'm saving or opening a file now. Um, yeah, this has really kind of tossed me into this. This is kind of yeah, and, and don't get me wrong; it's it's not like the worst thing ever, the worst thing imaginable, or anything. Um, but the, this browser that they use, it's now redesigned, and it it means that the the, the way I had things set up before, because it it just basically copied the Finder. You know, if, if, you, if you're a Mac user, you've got the Finder, which is like the um, browser where you... you I, I think they call it the... Do they call it the Finder? I don't Possibly, I don't know. I haven't used Windows for a while, but yeah. Because um, uh, along the side, you have the shortcuts to if you want to go to uh, the Documents folder or the Downloads folder. Uh, yeah, and... Um, the uh, the the general finder hasn't been affected, but as I say, it's just that it's it's the particular browser uh, that comes up whenever you're opening a new a new opening a saved file or saving a new file in, into a location. Um, the uh, the list down the side it it's been condensed now, so uh, you get devices. You get the shared section. You get a a new section that's, that says media, so you can access like um, photos on on the um, 
yeah, like photo booth and the fo photos, the, the photos app. Um, and there's the iCloud one as well. Uh, but they've made it so that you know they they just dropped all all of the the ones that were uh, laid out. So because I I had immediate access to like the downloads folder and all of that. But yeah, so so now I, it it's it's gone and and apparently I have to set things up because the favorites section is now uh it, it's, it's sort of it's it's customizable and i don't really get that i i don't get it because so this is basically saying um you you need to reset you need to create a, a new list of favorites um in, in each one of the programs so like when when I'm opening pictures and the the preview app, um, there's just going to be an empty space there, and I'm I'm going to be adding the yeah I I I just I I I suppose I don't get it because it, um it 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 worked it worked so nicely as it was before I, um I, I suppose in a way. It kind of makes sense. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm having a bit of a bit, bit, bit of difficulty, really pinpointing my my feelings. <laughs> I'm not very good at explaining stuff. I've, I've made that very clear in the past. Um, now I think this, this is one thing that not only do I I, I, I not see the point in why it's needed, it, it also seems a bit of an inconvenience now. I, uh, I. I I used to love have, having shortcuts to things, and now I've got to. I'm being forced to customize those shortcuts. And it's like you know, just, just keep it as it was. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this new feature now means I have to spend lots of time. You know, it's it's it, it, it's really getting in the way. It's it's make, making it much more difficult. So yeah, I'm. I'm trying to rant about this and, and trying to. I don't know if, if if I'm making it very clear what it is that I'm getting at. But yeah, I. I, I if there are any other Mac users out there that have noticed this as well, um, and feel the same way, then great. I'm glad that I'm not alone. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it annoying? Because the thing is, I, I don't hate all of the new things that Apple introduce i suppose some of them take a while to get used to and I'm, i might get used to this but again i just really don't think they needed to bother at all um yeah um yeah they 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 do make some changes that make, make a lot of sense to me uh i will admit that and yeah i um that there are some some things that they they introduce that i've actually been hoping for uh, things that, that make it a lot easier to, um, like for example, uh, keep things up to date on my iPad, uh, keeping the, the sort of connection going seamlessly between my my laptop and iPad. But anyway, that that's all just just a uh, <laughs> just a load of nothing. My my first world problems right there. Um, so yeah. Uh, 
the good news is um, I, I seem to be uh, being pretty productive all the same. Yeah, uh, I just I, I don't know anymore. I don't I don't I don't know what I'm doing here. I, sh I should just get back to work and stop complaining. But still, get it right, Apple. Arrest that jazz pancake! Yes, sir! Well, it is very nearly time for me to send you all on your merry way once again. So, um, Comic Book Club, uh, this is um, a club. Usually the third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm, at the Goblet's Wine Bar, uh, at Above Bar Street in Southampton. Uh, there is the, the Twitter, at CBC Sutton. And the uh, Comic Book Club Southampton Facebook page. You can check that out. Um, it's going to be a bit different uh, this month because, um, well, with it being St Patrick's Day on the uh, the seventeenth. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so that that's been and gone. <laughs> but yeah, um, we we put it. We've it's going to it's going to be postponed till the twenty fourth. So there's still time. You can still. This, uh, that that one is uh, the the March club is is still it's still in the future. <laughs> it's uh, issue number twelve, the swap. Uh, yeah, um, so, so that's going to be good, and there is also this uh, this website thing. I don't know. It's um, it's called belugatoons.com. B E L U G A T O O N S. Yeah, uh, please check that out. Um, also, if if you have the time, go to redbubble.com/people/belugatoons uh, if you want to get your hands on some merch. Um, there is also a Twitter for Belugatoons. There is a Twitter for the Belugatoons podcast, uh, which I believe is at Belugatoons. Yeah, Belugatoons Pod, I think. The, is it the Belugatoons <laughs> I can never remember. <laughs> I wasn't able to call it uh, the Belugatoons Podcast because that was too long. But yeah, um, if you listen to this on Acast, I'll put a link up. No, I won't because there's no way I'm going to remember. I, I never do. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that said, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher... Deezer and Acast. Uh, so, uh, if if you haven't subscribed yet, if you're just listening to this off the website or wherever, uh, now's your chance. You can subscribe on any of those platforms. You can have it automatically downloaded. So just no effort at all. It's, it'll just be there on on whichever device you happen to be using. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. As as ever, it's it's great to to have you all along. So, yep. Yeah. Um, I, I shall be around next week doing the same old thing again. Take care and bye bye. Yeah. <laughs>